Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Golden Crown Podcast, where each week we bring you a little touch of Hallmark movie magic. You have your usual round of hosts. You have myself, Sally, as well as... Tracy. And... Colleen. And for the first segment, we're doing the Holly Jolly Moments. Again, these are just special... Christmas themed or at least holly jolly type theme moments that happen through our week mm-hmm. just to share with everybody and get you in the mood. So my holly jolly moment was not a Christmas gift or meant to be a Christmas gift, but I did get a new phone this week. <gasps> yes, and I'm so eager to try out the camera on this iPhone. Um, oh, maybe you're taking the group be, picture from now it's on. It's supposed to be the bomb, yes. Ooh, okay. So, so you've had clear? no time yet to look at it, but uh, yeah. Very fun. We love it. It's supposed to have all sorts of features. I like to take photos for the audience just yes. so that you know. Okay. Holly Jelly moment four. Colleen. All right. So my holly jolly moment is on Monday. Uh, Sally and I and our husbands, we had a Christmas baking session. Uh, Did we give our husbands? Yeah, I was just about to say, I was going to say, our husbands were in the room. (laughs) They were playing Pokemon. Pokemon. Ooh, that's holly jolly. Yeah. <laughs> but we each picked a recipe we wanted to try, something mm-hmm. we haven't baked before. Yeah. I did copycat cranberry bliss bars. Oh. Uh, to die box. for, to <laughs> die for. Yeah. And they actually turned out so well. So good. Better and, than Starbucks, folks. Better uh, you heard than it here. Starbucks. <laughs> And we browned the butter, so mm-hmm. Paul Campbell. Yeah, Colleen literally Hello. came for Paul Campbell. I did. <laughs> and Miss Sally made a copycat of Crumble Cookie Brand. Yes. It was salted caramel cheesecake. cheesecake. Mm. And they were incredible. Oh, yeah. The frosting. That was mm. the elevation. It really was. Who would have thought? Who would have known? We killed a couple of Teddy Grahams. We and, did. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't find graham crackers. Everyone's at tar- everyone at Target took them. So. Yeah. Teddy Grahams. Sadness. Had, I know. But we had the little um, Christmas playlist going we on in the did. back. It was just so cute and It fun was really thing. nice. It really... I haven't baked Christmas cookies or stuff yeah. in a really long time, so it was just really nice to do that. It really put me in the spirit. So. Yeah. And Colleen is a queen in the kitchen. If and Sally is a wondering. queen as well. <laughs> But my holly jolly moment, I felt I needed to make this one it because it was one of those days where nothing was going right. Um, I came to work early in the morning. I was supposed to sleep in, but I realized that with traffic, I still had to wake up at the same time, even though I was going to come in a little bit later for a training. And then um, I'm running all around the building trying to make sure that everything's done before I start this training because it's a seven-hour training. So, like, I knew, you know, I'd have to be in the zone. I mean, I'd have some breaks, but... Uh, and then I sit down to start it at 8 a.m. and I realize that it was not to our time zone. Yeah. It was a uh, central, central time zone. So it didn't it start till 9. nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I realized I have to go home because at this point everyone else got out of the building at 1 p.m. and I'd be getting out at 4 and that just sounded lonely and sad and I'd rather do it at home. So on the way drive back, I realized... To kind of turn the day around, that Highline Coffee Co. in downtown Old Worthington was having an event where they were donating a portion of your coffee to Cozy Cat Cottage, which is where we got my little kitten Mushu. So I turned the car around, I drove right there. It was the cutest little coffee shop. 
literally looked like a Hallmark movie coffee shop. They had little Ooh. reindeers in the window. Ooh. It was very like like a modern Christmas, all oh, white decorations, that kind it. of thing. Yeah, it was, and the coffee was honestly the best coffee I've ever had. It what was, did you get? I just got a vanilla latte because I just really? didn't know what I, they didn't have all the I options up, and I kind of panicked. So I went to the most basic latte I know. Um, mm. But Nick got a ginger. I got Nick a iced ginger chai latte. Ooh. Um, so instead of that masala chai, it was ginger, and he really liked it. So that really we good. will probably be returning. It is extremely expensive, but a yeah. portion went to charity, and that is what matters. Yes. So yes, that Little is kittens. my long-winded Kitty. holly jolly moment. For going it. back to the kittens of Christmas. Yes, yeah, the kittens. That's how delicious. We're going. We're going. We're going. All right. So that leads us into our next segment, which is checking it twice. <laughs> So, of course, we're going to kind of run through our movie plot and hit points like makeup, the hair, the outfits, the chemistry of our main couple, uh, the setting of the movie, and, of course, our betrayals, if they exist. So, um, this week we settled down for A Very Merry Bridesmaid, which our leading lady was... Leah. Leah, who's played by Emily Osment, and then Drew was played by Casey Diedrich. So those are our two main leads. Our movie actually opened on a pretty cute childhood flashback scene. Mm -hmm. I feel like the childhood flashbacks, I haven't seen those from Hallmark in a while. Yeah. Not in a while. Yeah, they've done them. They've done them, but it's just been a minute. So um, Leah is 10 years old. Or about to be 10. About to be 10. We learned that her birthday is indeed on Christmas Eve, which I think would be the perfect birthday. But she's kind of like the classic, like, no, I don't like it because then everyone wraps, like, all the gifts into one. Like, it's my birthday and Christmas. There's no separation, that sort of thing. And she's also pretty distraught because her brother will not let her play with him and his friend Drew. And Drew's grandma walks her through kind of like what birthdays mean, like the inherent value that birthdays have. She talks about milestone birthdays, which she considers to be 10, 16, 18, 21, and 30. Yeah, what about 25? (laughs) That feels like... Yeah, that's like the decade. That's a big skip, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It it did seem fair. I mean, like some of them obviously have cultural meaning, but the 31 especially, I was like, that's kind of random. But... Of course, that leads us into our movie, where we open on the, the, um, e not the eve, but right before Leah's gonna turn two 30. Weeks. Within yes, two weeks. Yes, two weeks. Yep. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate it. Yes. And of course, just so happens that her brother is getting married on Christmas Eve to Julia, and, um, I think we can actually just go ahead and dive on in on character one on that, because I, I don't think I can just drop Julia into the conversation right. and not do a deeper dive. So the setting is... <laughs> yes. Rock Lake. Rose Lake. Rose Lake. Rose Lake, Illinois. Uh Uh-huh. Like a little suburb kind of deal. And clearly at the very, at the beginning as it's the 20 years later and she's before she turns 30. Yes, yeah. You... You see her in the town. The town is decorated just mm, spectacularly. I know. To a T. Very nice. Starts with a nice song, Christmas song, yeah. Christmas uh, decorations. The vibe. It, it sets the vibe very, very well. The house is decorated. Yeah. She has her own shop, mm-hmm. and that's decorated um, very well. Worldly, worldly charm. Charm, that's right, yeah. Worldly charm mm-hmm. shop. 
and you kind of meet her friends and everything, and then mm-hmm. it cuts to the fact that her brother is coming in. Yes. yes. Flying in from London. Yeah. With his fiance. Medical conference. They have they they're doctors. Both, they're both, they're both doctors. doctors. Yeah, he had I done know. Doctors Without Borders, but I don't know where he's at now, mm, but they yeah, can kind of go through yeah. some of that. So they're both flying in to O'Hare, so you know it is. Yep. It is a, mm. indeed Chicago, Greater Land area. And at the airport, they meet Drew, who's yep. also yes. coming in. Um, he teaches yes. at, in various places throughout the world. I forget where he was at most recently. But pro- basically, no, 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 Costa Rica? Costa Rica. Or at least that's where he was yeah, going to go he, next. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so obviously he travels a lot. And, He's and, everywhere. And teaches. Mm-hmm. So they're all coming in. They're coming in for the wedding. And you learn that the airlines have lost the dress for Julia. Yeah. Her wedding dress. Two weeks she had wedding. some super designer in London yeah, that her and, mother yeah. loved. Yes. Her parents had passed. Yes. So it's just her alone. Her mother loved this designer, and she's been flying to London three for times, fittings. I think she said, for fittings. Yep. And then they Indeed. they put the conference, they, they, they went to this conference because the timing of her being able to bring this dress back was impeccable. Before the impeccable, two weeks before the wedding yeah. on Christmas Eve. So not only that, they've lost the luggage that they made her check. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And she has gifts. Yeah, the yeah. gifts. Yeah. So not, besides her own clothes, there's also gifts in that. Yeah. And she doesn't have any of it. So I, feel I like think would she be underreacted to yeah, that situation. That's exactly what I was going to say. In the beginning, at least. In the beginning, yeah. 100%. She's just like, oh no, what am I going to do? I'm like, girlfriend. Yeah, I would be full blown panic at that point. That's I a lot be. to balance all in one moment. I think the mm-hmm. actress had no depth of yeah. acting no. whatsoever. Maybe anyways. like a there was intro nothing. role for her. Like maybe this was her first role maybe. she did. You couldn't get the highs, the lows. No, the, not very well. Very all you got mono. was a very, very, yeah, very monotone of acting. Yeah. And not engaging whatsoever. Sort of. Paul is the brother, and and he and he does. Um, so besides being a doctor and everything, seems to be a very upbeat individual. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Very protective of his little sister. <laughs> yeah. But but Thank has you. has his right now. His center right now is to make Julia happy. And Julia, yes. besides having this dress that was the extra special designer that her mother loved, mm. and she wanted to have the wedding at her childhood home. Correct. Which is a mansion, practically. Yes. Oh, also, we found out later. Then the area no, grows late. Yeah, like within, within a 10, 10, 15, 15 minutes. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, it was like Buffalo saying. something. Yeah. yeah. But in, in that same area. Um, but she's had this dream mm-hmm. to get married in the home that she grew she up in. She has very specific dreams. She has she an exact really dress designer in mind, and exact spot of her childhood home, and on Christmas Eve. Like, that is all a lot. And Paul is very focused on making sure very that much. Julia mm-hmm. gets exactly what... Julia wants. Yes. So Julia is staying with Leah. Leah's graciously opened her house yeah. for the two weeks or so to have her sister in law. It was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And she just owns this little. I know. It, it's a little hard to believe that. Yeah. And it's yeah. a very nice house for I mean, and and one person. Her yeah. parents are both doctors. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she's just kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was decorated so tastefully it yes. wasn't like you know you christmas threw up in there no <laughs> no, was, no no it was right. very, it was just so yeah. it was so seasonal and cozy yes oh. but as soon as they walked in the house her fireplace was already on and i'm like oof when they came, when she came down in the morning, her fireplace was on. I'm like, did like, you leave that on all night? It stresses me. Yeah. yeah, unless it's like one of those fake ones, but I don't think it was. It did not look fake. Not very no. safe. Yeah, 
Uh, very so pretty. Smokey the bear would not be approving. No. Kevin, my father, would be <laughs> grounding you. Can't even have a candle burning, right? I can't. No. no. Now I can't because I live at my own house. Mm. There you go. Colleen <laughs> makes the rules now. There you go. So as we unroll into the plot, yes. besides this trauma that has happened with the airlines and yeah. Julia not seeming to have the right reactions to things, she is very adamant to get them back. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. calling them in a passive aggressive kind of tone. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not, I know you're not personally responsible, mm. but. But I want it and it's yeah. important and mm-hmm. I can't believe it's lost kind of thing right. you can't track it what's your problem you can find the most insignificant little things for other people why can't you right. find these for me these are important to me yeah me, and they also they me, made me. her check it yes so well, i mean yes i guess i'd yes. be a little extra mad if they made me check it yeah. and yet they lost it yeah so yeah but it's yeah. just very lot. but what gets lost in this whole thing as the as this comes together is the fact that it is Leah's 30th birthday coming. Yes. That is the And the the whole Christmas Eve. Festivities. Festivities. And it's all focused on the wedding. It's all Paul and and, um, Julia. So basically Drew, though, as he comes and he's going to stay in his grandmother's house, his grandmother has passed away. Yes. Um, And it looks like the house has been closed up. He opens it up just so he can stay there Mm -hmm. because he's going to be in the wedding as well and so you as usual leah comes on over because she feels like you know she spent a lot of time there when oh, he went yeah, off to college sure. with, with the grandmother and she was very close with that grandmother she was um, besides that beginning part as a child yeah it really showed the warmth of their relationship yeah. like she almost acted similar to like a grandmother figure yeah. for yeah. her yeah 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 with both yeah, her parents being doctors i don't know how much i mean yeah, that might have been true. kind of a mother figure to true. just have that's somebody true. around that's true yeah. but basically they um the 30th birthday is almost like an afterthought. Swept under the rug. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Drew does say, oh, what are you doing for your 30th? So oh. he remembers. Yes, mm-hmm. he does. And he wants to make it special. Which is so sweet. But also, yeah. like... He sets out to kind of do that. Yeah, and, and you know, Leah is very adamant telling Drew not to remind the family mm-hmm. about her birthday. Which yes. was an interesting interplay to watch because yeah. I feel like... The family, I don't, I couldn't tell at any point in the movie if the family truly forgot about her birthday or if they were just kind of like building up to the moment that we'll get to at the end of the right, movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know right. if they didn't say anything because they wanted to make a bigger surprise or if they didn't say anything because they genuinely just like were not thinking. as a thinking. mother, I don't think I could ever say, oh, because yeah. it's my son's wedding, yeah. I'll forget my daughter's birthday. Especially on a, on Christmas Eve. Right. Yeah, it's not really like it's just an incident. Yeah, it's not like a random day in the yeah. year. Yeah. Like, yeah. this has you a lot of You don't forget it when you were in the hospital like it's on Christmas Eve and Christmas Right? That's true. That's true. I don't think you forget mm-hmm. that. Right. So yeah, but but Drew does. Drew tries to make it special by having several outings with yes. uh, Leah to set things up to kind of you know have her enjoy things and celebrate her birthday. Yeah, there was the horse-drawn carriage that they oh, did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He also had her decorate the Christmas tree that the grandma has. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was very special to her. She right. Said early on in the movie how much she loved that tree specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then they also did a little Christmas cookie baking session, yes. kind of being like Colleen and I, but less cute to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just right. kidding. We had a Hallmark moment. <laughs> yeah. And and Drew does kind of ask her because her dream as a child, and because yes. some of it was talking with his nana, mm-hmm. was kind of to travel. And she has this obviously world charm, mm-hmm. world charms, mm-hmm. uh, worldly shop, charms, worldly charms, and so she. She did want to travel. She had yes. talked to, confided in Drew when they were small that she mm-hmm. wanted to travel, but she never really did. So he he does find out a little bit of the backstory for that. So his her father had had heart attack. Correct. Yeah. The irony when 
She was on a trip, and her mother was someplace on the conference, and uh-huh. her brother was in um, Doctors Without Boundaries or something. So she was the only one who could get mm-hmm. to him, and because she had been on a trip that was international, yeah. it was a 24 hours before she could even get yeah. there. So the most frustrating 24 hours for her yeah. to know that her dad's mm-hmm. alone and nobody else could get there any quicker than she could. Right, right. And that sort of stopped that desire to even want to be traveling. Yeah. And then when she went to travel again... On the day she was to travel, he had another another one, yeah. another um, instance. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you kind of learn as much as the, like that those medical events were super significant. She also confides in Drew that since her wanderlust was a little bit tampered by these events, mm-hmm. um, her boyfriend at the time, Grant, Grant, really wanted to kind of foster her dream of traveling, but did not recognize the impact that these significant life events had on her. Mm-hmm. And he was like booking trips to Belize behind her back, like just trying to like basically throw her into it without really respecting or honoring right. where her feelings were right. at the time. Right. Yeah. Which was a, definitely an interesting backstory there. I was... Expecting a different reason for a breakup, yeah, to be honest. Same. Right. Right. And I think Drew had a previous girlfriend they talked he about. Sophia. But apparently he would not get married in a gazebo in the winter for her, so. Yeah. That and they broke up about tea. a year before. Yeah. yeah. And she so. asked him if he's okay. I'm like, it's been a year, honey. Yeah, like, yeah, right. you would know if he wasn't okay by now. Like, clearly he says her name and he's not, like, yeah. sobbing. Yeah. We're yeah. fine. So within all of this, as they're kind of, you, you build their backstories and yes. their time is mm-hmm. being built together and you see the, um, Paul trying to make Julia's dream come true, he yeah. actually... The realtor contacts him. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a contract on Julia's childhood home that went th- that fell through. through. Mm-hmm. So the realtor's giving him a chance at, it. and of course he jumps and he doesn't yes. say anything to Julia. Nope, not he at all. And says house. his family is here. We are, and oh by the way, we're not going to have the wedding at your house. Mm-hmm. I wanted at our new house, and our new house is her childhood house, and I bought it, and she doesn't even know about it. Yep. Pretty wild. Stress. So crazy, but he believed that much in the dream that she said she yeah. had and yeah. went, went for it full, full force. And one thing I feel like I thought of when watching the movie is there's such a big buildup of what Julia wants. Like, mm-hmm. he's making everything happen. Even though the dress is lost, people are taking her to countless bridal well, the shops. Mother she can't yes, find the mother. one. And, and Paul's, Paul, or, yeah, Paul Not and, even a token dress? mother, yeah, took her all over anything in the greater mm-hmm. And he's Chicago obviously, area. like, buying this childhood house for her, like... Um, and they're having fixing it up. up. Yes. So fixing it up. Everybody's doing so covert time. trips there to fix it up and not tell her while she does a spa day. Yes. Because they still can't find her Stressed. luggage. Yeah. I mean, like, to me, I thought yes. that this was building up to a moment where, like, he comes to terms with the fact that he's been working so hard making everything her dream that he never yeah. incorporated mm-hmm. elements of his family, his life, whatever that might look like. And I was a little disappointed that that wasn't even touched on like it was almost like oh yeah it's fine that he's doing everything for her and doesn't seem to be taking any time for himself like he was spending so much time and energy on fixing up this new house keeping everything from her managing her feelings getting the Um, gazebo fixed up because yeah we're gonna take pictures pictures, and stuff too i i just felt a little disappointed i felt like homer kind of dropped that plot and i'm not really sure why they did like i don't know if something got written out like a moment got written out where they were gonna kind of address that with each other i just felt like that was not a strong start to a marriage of like we're just making everything you want happen but the focus was Leah and Drew. More, true, and true. And how they were beginning to come together. And you could tell. Yeah. So we know that Leah had a crush mm-hmm. on Drew when she was younger. That's been established. And yeah. Drew kind of wants to downplay that when he talks to, yeah. to Paul. And, and 
you know, we were just and, kids, right, right, right. And, and their group of friends who are mm-hmm. still seem still in that same Rose Lake, Illinois area. Well, now that we've had Cindy on the show, yes, uh, we decided now to do a coat count. Coat count. And <laughs> Tracy, did you get the final amount? Yeah, did we get the final? Amount? I think it was seven. I think seven. it was. Seven. I think it was seven for Leah. Yes. Yeah, for Leah. I correct. paid no attention. I didn't. They don't matter to Drew. I'm no. sorry. I can't count two coat counts. Sorry. No, we're not. We're not Cindy. <laughs> we're, yeah, we we don't have that mental capacity. The guys just didn't have yeah. of coats. No, they had some really nice clothes. Both. Oh sure. Oh for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Her sweat. Um, Leah's sweaters were adorable, I and they looked so cozy. I know they didn't yes. look itchy, and they were no. always such like a vibrant color. But yeah, yeah it felt very. Like not Christmassy, but you know, very seasonal. Very, and it balanced because, you know. like, she would have like a vibrant colored sweater, but then mm. she'd have a very like neutral color coat on yes. over it. So it really, I don't know, I That's really right, she enjoyed. Needed seven coats, coats. Oh, apparently, yeah. but only one <laughs> Mix scarf. Match one scarf. One scarf. Not a whole lot with different hairstyles, but her hair's no. very short. So yeah, you know, not a lot. Straightened, but then kind of semi-curled, yeah. and you kind of you got a little bit of change there. Makeup was impeccable. Oh, oh my stunning. gosh, each so time. Good. The eyeshadow. Yes. Oh my and gosh. And even some of the side characters. I'm oh, mainly yeah. thinking yeah. of Kendra, the attorney. Oh my gosh, her eyeshadow was on point, and I'm like, she's just a side character, and they spent that much time on her. Like, it was kind of impressive. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> totally. The agree. lipsticks and every time. Yes. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. And um, Emily's like little handmade jewelry pieces, so cute. Oh, I know. Especially the earrings are mostly what I'm thinking yes. of. Yeah, they were always like a really statement cute. piece, but yes. not. You know, tacky, junky, right. overwhelming. It was, you know. I was kind of. Enhancement stage. Yes. Enhancement. I like that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, bringing up Kendra um, for the makeup side of things. Bringing her into the plot line. Mm-hmm. She was um, Leah's best friend. I thought it was very fun to watch their dynamic as well. Because Kendra does the perfect balance of calling Leah out on the carpet, Mm -hmm. but also uplifting her at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, not leaving it on that negative note. Because, for example, like, Drew's not the only one to notice that, you know, Leah's always had dreams to travel, but Mm -hmm. she doesn't. Uh, Kendra's actually the first to bring it up in the movie, and she's trying to kind of get at why Leah's not traveling, and of course she's using work as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Oh, the shop, I have to be here to run it. All the holidays are super busy, and holidays just come one after another. And Kendra calls her on the carpet right there and is like, that's a whole list of excuses, not real reasons, but then she's also tying it back to the fact of, like, Leah, like, these are your dreams. This is what you wanted for your life, and you're you're the one standing in the way of yourself. So yeah. it was just really cool to see their friendship dynamic, even though it didn't come up a whole ton in the movie. Another component to it that kind of hi- was highlighted in that conversation and was kind of present throughout almost all the characters, except Paul and Julia, is the communication in this movie was, like, next level for Hallmark. Mm. Because that moment between Kendra and um, Leah really show it, and even later on, Kendra's kind of noticing that Leah and Drew are flirting a little bit at the um, school fundraising Mm -hmm. event, Mm -hmm. and she's even saying, like, you know, she's questioning her a bit, like, this is your childhood crush, like, are you going for it this time? And Leah's kind of like, I'm going to plead the fifth, and she goes, you know what? that's okay, you don't have to talk to me about it, you know where I am whenever you're ready. Like, that was such an amazing, like, I'm recognizing that you're uncomfortable talking about it right now, but you come to me when you're ready. And um, even when Drew and Leah are kind of talking a bit about that childhood as well as why she doesn't travel, Mm -hmm. um, he even says, like, you don't have to talk about this if this is too much right now. And she says, you know what, I think talking about it's the right thing right now. Right. 
Like, it, it was just so cool how they were all very aware of each other's feelings and where everyone was at. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel agree. like I don't normally see that in a Hallmark movie. It's more like, it's tell me now. Yeah. <laughs> you need to talk Spill about the it. tea. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Paul's bachelor party is pretty low-key. Yes. <laughs> at their watching new house. Football. Yes, watching football. Mm-hmm. The Bears. <laughs> um, which is also a ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, kind of cute that yeah. they tied I, that together. Yeah, I really liked all the sweaters. I was having a good time. None of them looked really ugly. No. They were like very classy Christmas sweaters actually. I know. For an ugly Christmas sweater. I know. I'm feeling like some Izod vibes, a little Lacoste Mm -hmm. vibes. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. One notable thing that happened at the Bachelor party. We would be remiss if we didn't get out. Was, um, (laughs) I think Paul was the one who kind of also noticed that Leah and Drew were spending quite a bit of time together. Um, and seeming to flirt a little bit, and he's kind of like, you know, you're planning on leaving for Costa Rica here in less than a week, so I just really don't want to see my sister get hurt, because he points out, like, you know she had a crush on you all of childhood. Like, I I basically, like, I don't want you stringing her along if you know that there's no hope of having a relationship, and Drew's very dismissive, like, oh, no, like, that's not what's going on at all. You don't know what's happening. And then, um... To kind of diffuse the tension, he's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, like, leave that there, and I'm gonna get a drink. And it is so annoying, because he's insistent that even though it is now two days before his wedding, he can't even have one beer, because he needs to fit into his suit. And he has to have low-sodium popcorn. Yes. I don't understand. I'm like, excuse me? Why is it low sodium? The sodium doesn't impact anything. I guess it could kind of make you a little bit bloated. A little bit, but not two days after yeah, you eat popcorn. Yeah, but it's not going to make you thin He's not a big guy. No, he's not. No, it was literally so obnoxious that they felt they needed to include it. I know. I agree. Because that was no one's that was concern. Good. That was a good call. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a good agreed. Call. Yes, but more importantly, what happens <laughs> after the bachelor party is well, where we really get an hour and 28 minutes into mm-hmm. the movie. After yes. Drew literally just denied his feelings. Exactly. So, um, Leah is there at their house, and they're just kind of chatting it up while everyone's leaving, and um, I believe they were talking about her traveling as well. Yeah, and a little bit also about how he's trying to sell the grandmother's house. Right, thank you, yes. But he's kind of feeling a little conflicted at this point in the movie. Not really sure where he wants to take that. Right, right. But he does have a realtor. He does, he does. selling the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they ended. Was he just leaving and they walked outside I think, together? I think they had an awkward part of a conversation. Yeah. Okay. He just kind of seemed, in, he, he actually oh, right, did right, do right. really I'm, well at yeah. seeming down and just disconnected. Yes. Yeah, and she really picked up on that, yes. so he just kind of left abruptly in I, the conversation. I really have to just go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so she chased after him to the front porch and she's like, hey, what is going on? And he really didn't say much but they looked up. Right, he didn't say much. No, did he? he didn't. He no. literally no. did not respond to her. He, he just looked at her. Up. Yeah. And when you know it, mistletoe. And that, I think, leads into our quote for the episode um, in a moment. How did she describe it? Yes. So, while they're looking up at the mistletoe, there's this moment of tension. Yes, And Leah goes in for it. She does. And she she kisses uh, Drew, and he does kiss her back. He does. It was kind of... Everyone saw it. Everyone saw it. Everybody knows. Not a super romantic No, not really. We're talking... Eh. Eh. But she went in, and he reciprocated, yeah, so, you know, yeah, you know, that's something-something. 
And so once they kind of pulled back from that moment, she was like, I am so sorry. Yeah. Um, we're just going to chalk this up to a mistletoe moment. It was a mistletoe I didn't mistletoe mean moment. And he's like, no, we need to talk about this. And then she runs inside. Yeah, she just runs. Yep. Yeah. All done. Too, yep. too, too much Mistletoe for moment, so. So Drew continues to look at and has somebody actually come look at the house. Mm-hmm. Leah oh. saves the day because one of her friends has a shop. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a very classic wedding gown that's um, yeah acceptable to Julia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does not match what she had with this great designer. But at least this lady who has a shop was aware of who this designer was and everything. Right. So I think right. she and could kind of pick up on this. She had some cred. Elements. And she yeah. could pick up on the elements. Yep. So she made, so Leah has made everybody's day, made everybody happy, yes. which her, her parents have both said. You, you're always one who's just a, a giver. A, a, you're a giver. Yep. Yeah. That's definitely what you are. She gave to her dad to help him to change his diet, to help him to change his habits mm-hmm. so that he became healthier. She's Which is interesting because he's a doctor. I'm like, right. he couldn't he's be an optometrist. Oh, and, thank no, you. No, but here's you're the right, issue. Right, he's right. married to a cardiologist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So, and they're Sir. both, they're both. Getting ready to retire. So basically, yeah. he wants yeah. to, but she, she's um, a little dragging reticent to, yes, dragging yeah. her feet to, to retire. But Leah has, has made pretty much everybody's yeah. happy and... Yeah. Um, and as the wedding comes along, everything's coming together. Yes. She has said to her brother, you absolutely must show Julia the house yes. before the wedding. So yes. she knows she's on to She's on to things because yes. obviously people are running a lot of errands, right. a lot of time away right. from her without right. telling her truly Now, the whole going. thing as Paul brings... Julia to that house blindfolded and says, you know, I've changed, I've changed where we're having our wedding. We're mm-hmm. going to have it at our house. And our house is this house, you know, before she just mm-hmm. at that point just takes the blindfold off, doesn't even wait for him to say anything. You can never even tell from the expression. Oh, she's well, I thought she was happy, mad. I know. Sad, we were walking mad. a tightrope watching that yeah. scene. Like, uh, no, yeah, again, depth of depth of feeling in this actress was zero. Very hard to mm. get a read on. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it was the character she was playing. I just think she couldn't pull it off. Yeah. Because that role could have been rife with a lot of opportunity. Yeah. We've seen. Yes. Actresses in the Hallmark movies do really well with those yep. kinds of roles. Yes, for sure, her. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I liked how even, so. even he was like, those are happy tears. And yeah. yeah. I was like, thank you for letting the audience know. Right. What are they? Right. Because without his words, I would have still been like, like yeah. well, how do we feel about this? Yeah. So going to the rehearsal dinner night. Yes. Actually, the rehearsal dinner was pretty tasteful. Nice. It was. Very all nice. of it was very classy, though. Yes. For sure. I can't Agreed. be mad. Agreed. The night before, Leah had been kind of talking a little bit more with Drew about how she feels like she needs to talk to her dad about some of her fears related to traveling. And unfortunately, mom had overheard this conversation and chose to share it with dad (laughs) without telling Leah. So it's kind of weird to me that he chose rehearsal dinner night to approach her with this topic, but... But she I was mean, sitting separate from others. She was. So she was I guess kind of, the opportunity was there. Right, right. Well, they have a pretty touching moment, again, displaying the superb communication style they chose to display in this movie, um, where he talks about how he sees where her concern for his heart attacks comes from, and he validates everything that she's done to this point to help him out. Yes. But he points out, you know, they're getting closer to retirement, he's not working as much, and um, Paul and Julia are moving back to right. Rose Lake, so it's not like he'll be alone if anything happens again. Yep. And most importantly, he wants to release her from the fear that 
he will have another heart attack and that it's on her to watch over him. And she kind of takes the moment in and says, well, dad, it's not you that have been holding me back. It's truthfully been me. Like there are legit concerns Mm -hmm. that I have, but they're things that I can easily work through. Right. Um, And then uh, after the rehearsal dinner at midnight, when it becomes her birthday, um, she her sends 30th. an email. Yes. Yeah, her thirtieth birthday. She sends an email to one of the vendors that she's been pairing with for her shop. Mm, yes, and decides to move to Peru for a time. Or I, I'm not I sure. Think just visit. Just visit. She's gonna. It's just gonna come and visit. And visit okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I got. Going to Lima. Yes, and so. As we transition from the rehearsal dinner into wedding day, mm-hmm. um, so we have everybody all lined up and ready yes. to go, and Leah shares with Drew, Drew that she's going to go to Lima. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And then Drew and shares with her what, that, he, that he, at that point, does he say that he's not selling the house? That's what, I, I, yeah. No, I think it's later on, isn't it? I do, too. It is later on. Okay, I well, think he, he just congratulations. Yeah. And then doesn't he say that she looks beautiful or something? Yeah, yeah. and happy birthday. Yeah. He's the first birthday. one to acknowledge Where that. Where is her birthday. mother? <laughs> she was already up there hugging yeah, and she, all <laughs> and yeah. ready for mm-hmm. the bride to come, which was, I don't know. So, I will say, pinnacle, I as much as I complained about Paul not having much say in the wedding, I did think it was really sweet that she incorporated his parents in, since her parents were no longer living. Mm-hmm. For example, Leah and Paul's dad are, is the one who walked her down the aisle, yes. mm-hmm. and obviously, the mom was incorporated in the ceremony as well, right. which I thought was pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah, it's the reception, and... There's a little speech speech. Speech speech. <laughs> yeah, Julia. Julia yes. comes up to the mic, actually. Yeah, and asks her new family to join them. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead mom, of having dad. the Instead of having the best man right. and yes. the speeches and all that, yep, her family. She mm-hmm. wants the extended family to come up, which is now her family. Correct. Yes. So mom, dad, and Leah are up there, and they're talking and thanking everyone for coming. And they're saying that, you know, while this is an important day to them, it's also an important date to the family overall, as it is Leah's 30th birthday. Yes, so they give her the moment that yes. she really True. deserved, truthfully. Agreed. And each parent gives a very loving and, and wonderful speech to her yeah. in front of everybody. Yes. Um, was sweet. It was really sweet. Affirming and, her and the yeah. importance in her, of having her in their lives and having her... And everybody else's lives and what she brings to to the table, to the yeah, world. And they the really acknowledge everything she had they, done. They really do. Yeah. And then we have Drew sitting over there with his glass of wine. <laughs> I <laughs> toast, hate that. Toasting to her. Yeah, cheers. Yes. Cheers. What, I, what I really loved, though, was that whoever in the in the audience said, Happy birthday, Leah. It's just like, did you know her name was Leah? Cause right. Her yeah. Leah. That, that was a cringe. But they that did give a her a really a sweet gift. They did. They as did. as a whole family. Yes. The whole family presents to her. Uh, their combined air uh, mile points so that she can use in ever which way she, she wants. wants. Yes. That so. way she can split the trips up however she needs to with her shop mm-hmm. and go where she wants to on her timeline. Right. Right. Which I thought was cool because it kind of gave her the autonomy of choice in that situation. Yeah. Instead of like just buying her a plane ticket, set date, set time, set place. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. That was kind of cute And I liked me. it because it was also encouraging her, yes. I think, to, you know, go live your dream. You've always wanted to do this. You know, this is like our blessing, I guess. And that is what way. her dad does say. I'm sorry. If we go back oh, yeah, to go, that yeah. rehearsal oh, dinner. Yeah. <laughs> 
her dad does say, you've always been a dreamer. Oh, yeah. Go get it. Yes. That's yes. exactly what he says. She, she is a dreamer and go get it. She does express the notion that she fears she's only a dreamer and that right. she doesn't ever right. attain right. what she wants. Right. Yeah. But at the wedding reception, there's a rather direct conversation that Drew has with Paul. Yes, on his wedding, on Paul's wedding Paul's day. Paul's wedding. Very interesting choice. Which Paul's drinking beer now. He's like, I fit yeah. the tux. We're done. <laughs> You're done. Well, Drew chose this very inopportune time to tell Paul that, actually, all along I kind of have had a crush on your sister, and it's only gro- grown stronger throughout the years. And Paul's, interestingly, just like, go for it. I don't care. Well, Paul's statement was even better than that. So Paul's <laughs> yeah. statement was... That's the second best thing other, oh, than, yeah, that's other than Julius, Julius saying, I, do. I do. That's the second best thing that's happened to me today. Which is a very super enthusiastic. Super, super enthusiastic. He was ready. He was ready. Maybe the beer was hitting him and that's why he got so <laughs> enthusiastic. But <laughs> He was having no problems with it at that no. point. That's no. all we can which say. Which is a stark contrast to what he said when they right. were fixing up the gazebo. Right. And he's like, I don't trust any of you to date my baby sister. Exactly. <laughs> now he's like, go for yes. it. Come you have my blessing. I know. So many blessings. As the bride and groom are leaving the house, which we still can't figure out where they're going since it was their house. house. Yeah. Where are you going, bro? But everybody's waving. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. At that point, then, Drew mm-hmm. approaches Leah. Yes. And says that he has something for her. Yeah, to meet him at the gazebo in 15, 15 minutes. minutes. So, so as she gets there, and that's where he has his heart-to-heart talk with her yeah. to admit that He's not going to sell Nana's house. Mm-hmm. He's going. He has to go back. He has to go to Costa Rica for a yeah, while for a semester, semester yeah. just one to semester. teach. Yeah, and then he's coming back and he's going to do his own program there, which she has always been encouraging him to do because yeah. one of the things that he shared from his childhood is a, a little booklet he put together of a program that he wanted to do that had to do with world cultures, cultures the food, across the, the world. music, yes, everything. The, yeah. So he had always had this dream and she was always, now then she was encouraging his dream. Right. Which now he says, that's what I'm going to be doing. And she's like, well, and he says, by the way, Costa Rica's not that far from Peru. <laughs> yeah. So and we, again, we have no kind of idea of grounding on how long she's staying. No, not no. We don't. Yeah. I mean, um, to be fair, she might not even know yet either because she had just reached out right. to the person. But like, clearly she yeah. knows at this point he's coming back. So she's right. like, is that the only reason you're going to come back to Rose Lake. So then we lead to the next kiss. Next kiss. A little better than the first. A little bit, yeah. A little bit better, but not not top notch. Not nine kittens, that's Not nine kitten level. Absolutely not. Nope. It'd be like maybe a five out of nine kittens. Yeah. So then he takes her to the gazebo and he has yeah. a very nice cake. Um, it looked good. Like a was there like such was cake there. I, I don't know what kind it was, but I don't it know, looked but delicious. But there were some berry preserves on yeah, there. Yeah, and like, it was like decorated with pine cones. It, it was know. actually really cute. It was really pretty. Like birthday it. cake. And, and mom comes back because yeah. she's thinking, oh, I have to see if Leah needs a ride home. Right. Because I haven't seen her since after the reception here. Yeah. And she happens to see them in the gazebo together. Yeah. And, Goes back to her husband at that point, then obviously they're very happy for their daughter, yes. but also very much confirming that, hey, where do you want to go next? Because let's, yeah, let's go ahead and get this retirement thing moving. Aww. So they talk about which countries they want to go to and land on Portugal, which I really can't yeah. understand, but okay. But then at the end, again, as we come back to the to the couple, we have yet that final kiss. 
Oh, and don't forget my favorite moment. Oh, Oh, sorry. The uh, airport. I was going to say. Yeah, that is my favorite moment. Yeah, so so while they're in the back and after mom and dad have left. Yeah, mom and dad have left at this point. There's a. Oh, there is a uh, airport bus, airport van, van. international baggage delivery yes. van, and that just it got me. They came right to the house, <laughs> their new house I that know. they just bought. How did they know? How did they even have that address? Well, they apparently no Julia was calling them so frequently she was I able know. to provide their newest address. So yeah, so there, there, there was a married couple who already left long ago <laughs> in an international baggage delivery van. They could have made so much more of that. They I really know. I really wish they would have had someone like go. Because, like, especially Such how, a quick little, you just, yeah, yeah. And that was it. You didn't know anything else that happened. With how frantic Leah was to get this thing, yeah. it would have been so much funnier if they were like, we, like, we, we know we messed up, like, we're trying to get this, do you know who this belongs to? Yeah. And, yeah, it was yeah. a missed yeah. opportunity, and we even ended on a song that was interestingly not Hallmark's vibe. Like, that, yeah. I feel and like it wasn't that's Christmas-y not, either. No. I don't even know the name of the song. I don't, I don't either. Know. I didn't recognize it at all, but it was no. a very, like, slow song, like, a slow type. A little country. Yes, mm. a little bit. But just, like, very interesting of a choice to yeah. end the movie on. I'm not yeah. saying it didn't fit, but it just yeah. was a different choice than what I was And used there was to. no betrayal. Yep, that was really no, There was no betrayal. No betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say the one point that I feel like, especially as we wrap up the movie and how they developed... Yes. Um, what did we think about the chemistry of our leading couple? I said that there was, like, a tension yes. in a way... But I didn't really see a lot of, like, a connection. I could see that. Yeah, like, there was a spark, but there wasn't a fire, so. Oh, I like that! (laughs) And it was an intermittent spark. It was. I wouldn't even say that every time they were together, you know. Yeah, intermittent spark. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Yeah, I I just felt like. That probably is the best description. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that it was a bad when they were together, but it was just more, I mean, to me, actually a little more brother-sister type thing yes. than yeah. anything else. Not I was, just a kind of a I, comfort level they had with each other, and mm-hmm. that was... I totally agree. I felt like this was such a flat relationship compared to some of the other ones we've seen. Yeah. And I don't know if I just felt like he was a flat actor himself, too. Like, Drew, I just yeah. felt like he didn't bring a whole lot to the table. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't know, like, it just didn't feel the most natural of relationships mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. It did feel like a childhood crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I, it didn't feel like a long-lasting, vital, right. healthy relationship. Right. <laughs> I guess is how I would yeah. put it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But, yeah, I think we hit all of our elements of checking it twice. I think we have, which means Ooh. it is time for the Howling All The Way uh, segment, which is we will go ahead <laughs> and rate this movie um, on a scale of one to five mm-hmm. a woos, which woo, is how woo. Miss Nala Mama expresses herself. West, west, west. West, west, west. And she has been very woo-woo she, tonight. Ooh, she wanted some she crackers. She wanted cheese. cheese. Yeah, and she wanted peach. it. Wanted mm-hmm. some cookies. Something, something. And the apples, <laughs> I too. Know. She wanted it all. <laughs> Could have had it all. Could have been magical. For me, personally, I gave this a three. Okay. It was it was a cute movie. Oh, sure. Like the the scenery was really nice. The clothes, the makeup, it did feel very uh Christmas esque. Yeah. So I did enjoy it. Would I watch it again? Yeah. Eh, maybe if it was on TV. But it was still good. Solid three. I like that. 
Mom, what's your rating? I go with the three as well. Hey! And I, because, yes, the elements were there fundamentally, mm-hmm. but nothing strongly. Yeah. And I didn't, it, it didn't move me. Yes! It really did mm-hmm. not move me. I, yeah. I mean, plotline okay, story's okay. Like you say, just the fact that the open communications type of yeah. thing, understanding and acknowledging the feelings and what's driving people. But that almost felt like it was like analytical. Okay, now here I'm going to I'm gonna explain to you why I feel the way I feel and what mm-hmm. I, I just... I didn't I didn't connect with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really didn't like the uh, pull-out scenes of the town with the fake snow. Oh, oh we that. didn't even talk about uh, that. I, was, I felt that like was I was dreadful. watching um, what Frosty the Snowman is. That yeah. the one that starts with kind of yeah. like that funky snow on there? And I'm like, what? This is Hallmark and 2021. It was, cringe. I know. It was cringe. What are you? Why are you in doing that? Yeah, because um, it would have been fine if the no need to have done snow. That. No, like, right. you could have just done the town. I would right. have been fine right. with that. Right. And even the houses and stuff, you knew that wasn't real snow there, but it looked okay. Mm-hmm. It looked decent. It, you know, it's when you try to... I, I just, I don't know that I would ever watch it again. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, yeah. I just... Wow. Um, I, it's not a one. I'm not saying that. It's just, yeah. it had... And the acting was good. Yeah. Pretty Char- solid. Yeah. Character's pretty solid, other than Julia. <laughs> but yeah, just didn't, didn't carry it for me. That's fair. So I gave it a 3.5. Um, <laughs> for me, I like I'm agreeing with everything you both have said so far. I I didn't really like the pacing of this movie mm. so much. Yeah. It felt a little slow. Yeah. And I also felt like the characters had such potential to be very dynamic and they had really strong backstories. I just didn't feel it brought to life in the way I right. feel mm-hmm. most Hallmark characters right. brought to life. Right. And I really did not appreciate the lack of chemistry between the two. Because yeah. obviously, like, yeah. that's what sells the movie. That's what the movie's right. all about. Right. Really. Exactly. Right. But I, I will say what kind of knocked it up for me a little bit was, like I said, I really liked the open communication styles and how sensitive the characters yeah. were to one another and their yeah. needs. Yeah. And additionally, I really liked um, the decorations of this movie. I, I Normally, I don't like modern or classy Christmas, but seeing it um, as the way it played out in the movie, I don't know, I really it enjoyed beautiful. it. Yeah. It really was. Yep. But of course, we've reached the point where we're going to give our shout-outs. So shout-out to Jasmine! I really appreciated the feedback on last week's episode that you're engaged. Love you. Thank you. Um <laughs> Shout out to Tessa. It's about to be your weekend, baby girls. Live it up. Get it. You got all A's. You are amazing. She got all A's. Yeah, she's a queen. (sighs) Shout out to Jess. Know you're listening. Love Love you. Love Winnie. Love Win Win. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out to Cindy. Cindy, we love you. Thank you again. Yes, for enhancing our our last podcast. Yeah, I I feel like onion dip. Oof. Oof. I feel like we really have a whole new analytical lens for our we homework did. movies we now. Did. Thank you, Cindy. Did we have food, fellowship, fellowship and faith? faith. But wait, there was yeah. not a lot of faith. No, sort there was of. like no food in this one. No. Really. For a wedding? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we really well, just saw the cake, cake yeah. and the cookies. Yeah. There was no bakery, no coffee shop. Yeah. Hello? Mm-mm, not really. Down to 2.4. Team. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Of course, shout out to Anchor. Thank hey. you for believing in to us. our sponsor, Anchor. Yes. Chaz. 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 Uh, shout out to Ooh. our husbands, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> no. Michael, Mark, and Nick. We yes. shout them out. And Love you. Oh, oh, I'm not going to spill it. 
I'm not going to spill it. No, no tea to spill. No tea to spill. Shout out to our special Germany listener. And actually, just shout out to all of our listeners, both loyal and new. We appreciate you tuning in. Next week, we have very, very fun, very special, very exciting, very magical podcast guests. So please be ready. Buckle up. You tickle your tinsel. Tickle tickle your tinsel. Yes. And they'll jingle your bells. You better be ready. And And holly your jolly. Holly your jolly. We are bringing one of. The most tried and true Hallmark Christmas movies we got. So going off the twenty twenty one. Be ready. Countdown to Christmas. We're going back a few years. A few years. So be ready. Um, And until next week. Cheers. Cheers.